This episode is brought to you by the Witty and Gritty 5-Minute Mini Journal. It's centered around Ephesians 6, 10-18, known as the Armor of God. Once you download this freebie, over the next 7 days, take a few minutes each day and dive into what the Armor of God is and why it's important to Christians in their daily walk. You can find this at wittyandgritty.blog. We'll link it in the show notes. Welcome to the Witty and Gritty Podcast, where we believe that lifelong learning and relentless determination are essential to developing your passions and reaching your goals. Here to help you along the way are the hosts of the show. Take it away, ladies. Hey, y'all. I'm Brooke. And I'm Farron. As educators and high achievers, we're passionate about providing our listeners with effective strategies to help navigate life's obstacles and reach your goals sooner. Join us as we break down credible research that gives you a fresh perspective and challenges your limiting beliefs. Laugh and grow as we share personal anecdotes and interviews from people that have demonstrated what it takes to be successful. By implementing these practices, you will develop your unique skill set and learn how to better serve your community. Get your mind right. And enjoy this time designed just for you. Farron, you want to do the rhyming this time? Yes. It's episode 144. Is there a knock at the door? I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> I hey, it. you tried to rhyme with the word four. Only one word's coming to mind. Score. More. Poor. Sure. <laughs> like, Certainly not sure. The... Or like, <laughs> sure. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> oh my goodness. Human being. Stop it. <laughs> L is for the way you look at me. Oh. Is for the only one I see. B E. Yep, love. It spells love. Oh, okay. what does well, that I... remind you of? What movie? I don't know. It's from Little Rascals. Oh, that was one that I watched like twice. Oh man, I we... was more of a Sandlot gal. Oh, I see. I see you. Yep. <laughs> nope. I love how my kids do it, and I just did it. Where you say like a song came from a movie when it was obviously a, probably a song first. <laughs> I mean, some Disney write, into the movie. Yeah, Disney <laughs> writes the songs for the movies, but a lot of songs in movies were actually songs first. You know, that's that's a true statement. Yep. Fact you know, check me. What else is a true statement is that this is love language miniseries, and this is our third love language we're talking about today. Yes. So we started with words of affirmation, and then we talked about quality time, and this chapter is numero tres, receiving gifts. Fun fact. I only scored three points out of 30 on this category, but I won't say no to a gift. I hate to one-up you, but I scored zero. This is the one you scored zero on. This is the one I scored zero on, yeah. So we are not very good at this one. But I explained <laughs> that I'm not fond of gifts because it seems like there's expectation that comes with it, or, gotcha. you know, like... I'm giving you this, and there's something else I'm going to expect for you. Okay. Or rooted in the how like the reciprocity of it. Yeah. Or like, oh, it was really expensive, so now am I supposed to feel bad that you spent? Mm-hmm. Anyways, but why do you think you scored so low on gifts? I think it's because I would much rather have other things. Gotcha. Or if your gift is steak and a date night. Cool. Right. <laughs> but then that's not the gift, right? Yeah. Then that would be quality time. Right. Exactly. So I think I, gotcha. I would much rather. I, I remember people being just so shocked when they're like, wait, your husband doesn't get you flowers? I'm like, no, he gives me food. <laughs> In form of date night. Let's do that. I was going to say, you can't eat flowers, but I guess you could. You could. I'll, I'll sink it. I'll sink it to heaven. 
check with your doctor first. <laughs> we make no medical recommendations here. We are not here. doctors. No. But I do like, I see why people have gift receiving or giving as like a love language mm-hmm. after reading this chapter. Yes, for and sure. And he describes it as something, getting a gift is like something you can hold in your hand and say, look, he was thinking of me. Yeah, a visual symbol. And the closest thing I can relate to is like pictures. I love pictures. Yeah. We get family pictures taken all the time. Not so good about always printing them out, but, you know, when I do, like... I value those. I can yes. hold them and it like freezes a moment. So that's the closest I get to mm-hmm. of like holding love in my hand. Right. That's not food. You know, <laughs> you can hold food in you your hand. can hold food in my hand. Yes. Um, I, it always kind of blew my mind when people would hold on to cards or hold on to certain things. And I just never got it. I'm like, but your kid drew that. I'm like, Yes, and I looked at it, and then I promptly put it in the trash can. I can get rid of my kids' stuff, but we do have, like, birthday cards from everybody forever and ever. And Again, I get why you keep it. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't think they're going to ever look at those. No. But part of it is I could probably go through and keep sentimental ones or ones from, like, the grandparents. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah I just... I get it. I get why it's important to people. Uh, that's why I try to do it because I know it's important to others. But man, I'm okay if you don't spend $5 on a card for me. Yeah. And I like that he spells it out. Visual symbols of love are more important to some people than others. Yes. And that's what's at the root of all of this. So some of you might say that words of affirmation, you might just not get it. And we're like, we love it. Yeah. Our husbands love it. And then your gifts, and you're like, yeah, absolutely. And we're over here like, meh. <laughs> but what's important is, if that is your significant other's love language, then you need to understand it. And even mm-hmm. if that's not your thing, again, he's kind of like, so what? Figure it out. Yeah. The good news is that he also says, this is the easiest one to learn. I put a question mark by that. I put a question mark by that. <laughs> you, just, you know what? You just have them be like, all right, hey, let's... On your Amazon account. Whenever you see something you like, just kind of add it to cart and then look at you. Yes. Built in list. Well, here's why. And like, here's an alarming thing he says. Without gifts as a visual, some may question your love for them. Yes. So here's the backstory, just so you know where I'm speaking from. Tell me. When we first did this nine, ten years ago, Jacob's number one love language was gifts. <laughs> he essentially, he wanted to receive gifts. For those of you that don't know my awesome husband, um, for birthdays and anniversaries, he had, Christmas legitimately, he has said he would rather save money than me get him a gift. He, he uh, later we'll talk about the money aspect of it, but like he loves saving, investing, and having money it gives him, you know. That is the gift. Yeah, that's awesome. So imagine my surprise <laughs> when, Alas. when he said... <laughs> His number one, and we've just talked about how important this is, right, y'all? His number one love language is gifts. Fair and score to zero. How do I, <laughs> how do I get better at this? How is this the easiest thing in my personal situation if he does not want me to spend money or get him anything that he rather save the money? I don't know. The good news is that he gives examples in the book. So it could even be... He gives the example of if you're going on a walk together, 
pick a flower or find a, a cool rock that maybe they're interested in. It could be, it doesn't have to cost money, especially if they you're on tight budget or super conscious about where your money goes. It could be anything. Well, let me just tell you my solution. Oh, yes. Buy him the gift anyway. Yeah. He's never been mad that I got him a gift. But he has been more excited about other gifts than some. And note that when that happens. Yes. So he enjoys whiskey. And so that's always a sure win. And then another thing that we do is, I don't know, like hobbies, right? So have you guys, did you ever grow up with like the Christmas villages? Yeah. And they're like ceramic and they light up. Yes. So it might sound dumb. And he might have thought it was dumb the first couple times, but I thought it'd be cool to have, like, a Lego Christmas village because they come out with a new theme every year. And so that is now what I get him. So I buy it for his birthday, and because you got to get him early. I can't tell you. Someone will steal his identity. (laughs) It's not around Christmas, but you have to buy it early enough so that way um, you can snag one, and then it gives him time to build it. And so one year... I didn't do it because, again, I just decided I was going to buy gifts anyways. And he was very disappointed. Mm. (laughs) And so then I realized, okay, buying the gifts anyways is what you do. So go with their love language and experiment. I mean, there's a huge stretch between whiskey and Legos. Right. (laughs) Right. So um, you're your presents for a year in one bottle. Or you just try, try things and see if it hits, like you said. Um, and the book says too, gifts can come in all shapes, sizes, colors. Um, the last chapter we talked about really knowing your spouse's or significant other's interests. And Mm -hmm. so taking that time. And that is the other thing they said early in the chapter when I'm trying to wrap my head around gift giving, that it shows that you were thinking about them. Yeah. And then even I love looking at your Lego village every Christmas. Y'all should just come to Farron's house and look during the holidays because it's amazing. But it's just cool to see over time all, all of it. And that's cool for Jacob to come in and be like, look at all these years that we've been doing this. And that just spurs on the memories of it mm-hmm. and like, the joy that's brought. Yep. So there's, I think, being back to being a three and liking to be productive and a purpose behind things. Like him building those. That's what he... Honestly, he's not allowed to hang any ornaments on the tree because they'll hang them on the same branch, and we just can't do that. <laughs> so that is his contribution to the Lego or to the Christmas decorations. So it has a purpose. Yeah, I like how if you are having trouble coming up with gift ideas, again, just look around you. It doesn't have to cost money, but also you can make a list of the gifts your spouse has expressed excitement about. Like, so Farron, you've picked up over time certain things that he's really liked or enjoyed or talked about or has mentioned. If you needed to keep a journal, do it. Make a list. He mentions making lists and journaling throughout this whole book. Obviously, we love journaling, so we are total, totally aligned with that. Another thing you could do is recruit the help of a family member. So let's say you're new to the relationship, or if it's your friend, or you're not quite sure, you can always ask, like, hey, have y'all heard them mention a gift idea? Go from there. And the advice he gives is, you don't have to wait for a special occasion. If this person's love language is gifts, wouldn't it be hard? (laughs) What if your love language was physical touch, 
and it only you your spouse only touched you when it was Valentine's, Easter, Christmas. You're gonna be like, <laughs> it's Flag Day, it's yeah. National Coffee Day, <laughs> so you don't have to wait for a special occasion. Just do it. Yeah, and I think that takes some of the pressure off and helps, like we've said before, creating habits. So if there's this big buildup and big expectation at like Christmas and birthdays, that can be a lot of pressure and make the whole thing a lot less enjoyable. But if you're like checking out at the checkout aisle and they have white chocolate Reese's Mm -hmm. and you bring that home, I mean, again, it's showing thought, you know they like that. It's enjoyable, and it doesn't cost very much money, but right. it communicates a lot more in value. And just think about, like, can you miss your Starbucks for the one day, and that equals four or five small gifts that you could give to your spouse for five, four or five of the days of the week? Think about how loved they will feel just by doing that. Yep. I like this one because I just picture someone wrapping themselves up with a bow. (laughs) It's the gift of self. I got you me. Yay. (laughs) I put the whole, your presence is a present little thing on there. (laughs) But yeah, just this is where sometimes the love languages have a little bit of overlap. Like we've talked about, very similar to Enneagram. You have wings or in times of stress and security, you might overlap with other numbers. And so um, just physically being present is something that someone might need. Yeah. So in the example, he talks about there's one woman who they have a baby, and then the day that they have the baby, he goes and plays softball with his buddies. So she's sitting up there in the hospital like, uh, hello, and he's having a great time with his guys. But in his head, he was so excited to tell all the guys and celebrate that he didn't realize that was affecting her negatively whenever she just wanted him there. Which, yeah. if you've ever had a newborn, you just need another adult there. Someone help me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. In another example, he talked about um, a lady, her mom had passed away, I believe, mm-hmm. and the husband leading up to the mom's passing um, was doing housework and was gone. But he thought he was showing her love by taking care taking of a that off her bunch of mm-hmm. yeah a bunch of behind the scene things that come with um, someone being sick and not at home and passing and the funeral process. But all she really what she really needed was him there. Yeah, not the right words, not a pick me up gift. She needed him there. Yeah, I think it's where you were talking about that overlap. It's almost like quality. If you're quality time and you want something there, someone there, you want to be like doing something together. But gift of self, that is more of like, can you just sit here with me? What are we gonna do? I I don't know. I just want you to sit here with me, or just be here. Just be there when someone's like, just I need you. I need you to be there. I know that doesn't make sense for a lot of people, but they're just asking for your presence. Presence is a present. <laughs> so, again, I, we've talked about it a little bit, but it doesn't need to be expensive. It doesn't even need to be daily or weekly. You might just set a goal. But yeah. all it comes down to is really knowing, like, don't stop at gifts. So if someone says that's their love language after doing the test or whatever, dig dig a little deeper and if you are the one and your love language is receiving gifts be prepared or take some time to be really intentional about what that looks like um and realistic too 
Yeah. Uh, especially culture these days. It's a lot of trying to keep up with the Joneses mm-hmm. and having the latest tech gear and the latest fashion trends or jewelry. So um, definitely finding ways. You could even probably make categories, right? Yeah. Like if you brought me home a package of gum, that'd be great. Birthday or anniversary, if I could get a new Apple wristband watch, I don't even know how much those cost, but you know. So just categories and ideas because ultimately the person, if it's come up a couple of times, but they're not mind readers, right? So if you're the type that just wants to be surprised, yeah, we'll give them a long list and you'll be surprised because you, you don't, don't know, know when or yeah. what or how. Yeah. And you can also get creative with the delivery as well. So if you are, let's say you are a quality time person, but your spouse is a gift. Oh, look, it's it's you and Jacob. What <laughs> if you made like a little treasure map for them to go and find the thing? And that would be entertaining for both of y'all. And that could count as a date. And also they're getting the gift and you're getting quality time. So you can find a way to... Make them all come together if you need to. Yeah. So, like, if we're going to watch a movie and I happen to get him a tub of his favorite ice cream. Yeah, that's such a great idea. He doesn't know I got it, but he's sure glad I got it. Yeah. So he can eat that and be productive while, while you watch the, the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. See? It, I Again, with the overlap ideas, you can get creative, especially in the love languages for kids. They talk about whenever they're young, show them all the love languages. And when you can kind of see them kind of going towards one, you can play to that one a little bit more but a Christmas present could be that the plastic tub of popcorn put their favorite candies in it and a movie then you're hitting gifts quality time you can sit next to them make a palette together I mean there's you can make all of those things fit into one there you go and I feel like Pinterest has a lot of gift guides but you know who else has some great gift guides who who uh, we have assembled some gift guides. For sure. Go back a couple episodes and we gave you one for this Christmas. Yes. It's not too late to shop, guys. Amazon's good to you. Yes, we have Christmas gift guides. We have Enneagram summer gift, gift guides. guides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enneagram one's really good because we get, <clears throat> go for a variety of personalities yeah. and styles. So I do like this <laughs> this most recent gift guide. <laughs> that one was a fun one to make. So Yeah. It will not disappoint. It is both entertaining and helpful. Yes, true. So the your turn question, little prompt, is reflect on ways to give gifts even if finances are tight. So mm-hmm. go get the book. It has so many free examples in there. Plus, like you were saying, Farron, there's so many Pinterest examples of like free date nights or free gift ideas. Or I mean, it doesn't take a lot of effort to, oh, repurpose a thing. That makes me think of, have you seen the Friends episode? Are you a Friends person? I haven't seen it, no. Oh I my mean, gosh. I watch like three episodes. They Chandler and Monica decide to make gifts for each other, but they both forgot. <laughs> so then they tried to get creative, and it ends up being a disaster, and it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been in a dollar store recently, even like five and below. Mm-hmm. They have some decent stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're, they have a little tech section, and yep. you can find some decent things that, again, it communicates to the person. This is my biggest takeaway from not getting it. It communicates <laughs> that, like, that is how, that you love them. Yes. Which, it's hard for me to even say, because I'm like, there's <laughs> so many other ways. <laughs> there's any other way, literally. Two, <laughs> it, the thought aspect of it. So mm-hmm. at least if your gift crashes and burns, there's always the, the thought behind the it. The thought that counts. 
Yeah. For sure, for sure. And you know what? You can also play into that second love language. Okay, if it's words of affirmation, let me make you a card out of paper. <laughs> let me origami it so it's like the gift. It's, I got you a little crane of yeah. paper. Inside's a love note. So, again, there's some ideas at the back of the book. I circle, or at the end of the chapter, I circled the one that says, keep a gift idea notebook. Yes. Because sometimes they do in conversations slip out just something that they yes. think would be neat or cool. And uh, don't make the mistake of thinking you'll remember. Because you won't. You won't. <laughs> nope. I don't. So. I do the exact same thing. I have a the notes app in my phone. I open it and I have each kid's name and Morgan or whoever else I know I'm going to be buying for eventually. And then it's, it's less think time later too, which is helpful. I liked, of course, the you've heard of the 12 days of Christmas. So how about 12 days of gifts? For your spouse's birthday, or like you could do anything leading up to it. Especially if they're a seven, they love anticipation. So if you're counting down to the wedding or to the anniversary or counting down to Valentine's, they're going to love that even more. Yeah. I just got the idea too, like if you know they have a stressful day coming up. Yes. So Project due, interview, it could be anything. And again, that's being in tune with what they're going through and having the empathy to understand and even if it's a sticky note on their dashboard like go sneak it in there before yeah. they leave and it doesn't have to be some long complicated thing it could be like go kick some butt love you <laughs> it doesn't have to be complicated you can really simplify it yep and the more you do it the better you'll get mm -hmm. that's why i have to tell the kids all the time they're like i can't do it i'm like you know why because i need to practice exactly so. That's we'll good. See. Look at you instilling lifelong lessons in those <sighs> children. They good hate job. It, but <laughs> they'll love it eventually. Someday they'll say it to their kids. Yeah. They're probably thinking, I'm never you telling like my, my mother. Yeah. <laughs> never telling my kids to ever practice. Oh, I love it. Again, guys, get the book because it gives you so many examples and anecdotes, and you're going to see somehow in one of these stories, like, oh, wow, that's us to some degree. So make sure you get your hands on it. All right, three down. We are officially past halfway. Okay, yes, thank you for keeping track. <laughs> Up next, love language number four. You'll have to turn in next week to see what it is. Yeah. Bye. We help hardworking Christian women get the growth they want by giving them the tools they need in order to have more joyful lives. We love providing our Christian-based personal growth podcast to our listeners at no cost. If you are enjoying the content, please consider supporting our mission by donating to our Patreon. We're a small team creating the show for our community by researching, recording, and producing the episodes ourselves. Any amount is greatly appreciated. Your support will help offset the cost of making and hosting the show. As a thank you, you can receive exclusive access. For more details on specific membership tiers, visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash witty and gritty. We've included the link in the show notes.